Hi friends, happy day. How are you guys? I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. Well, last week was a hoot. Mm-hmm. The episode. Thank you for um, tuning in, guys. I got a text. I said um, only anything I said was WWL, so that really had a rippling effect. For oh the yes, listeners. with Standifer. Mm-hmm. Jesse Standifer. Shout to her. Bay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shara had a girl crush. It was funny to watch. It was great. I think I don't think I've ever seen Shara with a girl crush. I don't I even think I've ever seen Shara with any crush. Um, well, she don't discuss her crushes. No, it, no, I really don't. I just <laughs> tweeted about this today. <laughs> I don't. It's been a long time since I've been genuinely taken, like, smitten, impressed by a man. Mm. It's been a long time. Take your time. You well... Know. I'm on God's time at mm, this point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw some, you know, people ra- ask these random questions on Twitter, and somebody was like, "If you were to pick, if you were to use the last two number, the last two digits in your s- cell phone number, at what age would you be getting married?" And mine is 48. You're gonna like, get married well, at 48? Well, I was like, here he go. Did you hear anything that Kendall just said? It's Did five. you hear the Can setup you repeat to that, this? please? It's, I'm sorry. It's five minutes. It's not even. It's not even five minutes. <laughs> and I'm in breaking the show. out in hives, Kendall. <laughs> Already. Wait, hold on. What was it about? Uh, 48 years old. Nothing, Jace. But no, he said he saw a tweet. <laughs> sorry, there was something happening in the background. Sorry, listeners, I do pay attention. Y'all know Jace came multitask. <laughs> so Kendall said he saw a tweet, and it said that basically the last two numbers in of your, your cell so, phone number. Or when you're gonna, the age you're gonna get married. Oh, okay. So you're 48 years old. Damn near 50. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd be. <laughs> what are you saying? 89. <laughs> Almost 90. Wait, hold on. No, 83. 83. Okay. Oh, Still wait. same damn difference. <laughs> Shit. I don't, I don't want to say my phone number out loud. 34. Oh, that's, that's not bad. Age. That's good. That's like Kim K, right? That's like um, a lot of people. <laughs> but not horror. Yes. Um, um, yeah, forty eight's a little late for me. Twenty two was like my was the age that I said. As, as, <laughs> as, <laughs> as a child, as a child, that was what I swore I was getting Shara, married at twenty two. She's childish and disrespectful. I know, 20, no, but that oh. laugh was like demonic. <laughs> I told you she walked in here like Cruella today. Look. Oh my gosh. Check 22. the Insta snap. Yeah, 22, that's a little. In fairness, when I was in, when I was uh, a preteen and Two Can Play That Game came out, I thought I was going to be living that lifestyle around 22. And no. now she's making strip clubs. But no, I'm, I'm saying her character. I thought <laughs> I, know, I was going to be, I, know, I, I saw myself in Shantae. Oh no, I thought I was going to be married with a Bentley with at least a kid in thought by 25. Yeah. Thought. Good lord. Yeah, I was like, Do I you want still want this. a Bentley? No, I don't. I think they're actually. so obnoxious. No, I still love Bentley. Well, how are they obnoxious, Kendall? They're just big and obnoxious. Like, I would take a Lamborghini far before I'd take I take a Bentley. You notice how Kendall. All the potholes? You notice how Kendall. <laughs> Equates anything big with the obnoxious. It's like it's synonymous for him. And you know where my mind's going. So. Anything that's big is obnoxious <laughs> to Ken. What does that mean? What does that mean? Being a, a Bentley, Nene Lee. Anything big <laughs> is obnoxious. No, you're projecting but something likes, else. But he likes Wendy. He likes I do Wendy. love Wendy. And she's big and obnoxious. She is obnoxious, but I love her. 
Well, I thought That's about Kendall thing. this weekend for damn sure. Uh oh. Because I don't know if this is good. I was. Oh, it's a read. No, I'm joking. Um, I was uh watching ABC, and you know that they are doing Dirty Dancing, like they're redoing Dirty mm, Dancing. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, I said, I always make fun of Kendall for being out of the loop. You know, he he was 12, 12 years ago. So being so out of the loop with cinematic gold. And I was like, I've never seen any of these quote unquote white classic movies. Like I've never seen, I took a list down. I have never seen Dirty Dancing, the original. Neither have I. I've never seen movies like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, 16 Candles. Char, what did they play when when the teacher was out? Beaches. Even though I know I need to see Beaches. Everyone says that I'm going to cry. Yes. What did you watch when the teacher was out and the substitute played a movie? Oh, read, reading Day Rainbow. Off. Ferris Bueller's Day Off was the go-to. Well, really? that's that's the problem with Los Angeles Unified School District. <laughs> right. I'm just like, that's because a, we that's a we watched uh, District 153. Watched things like <laughs> Reading Rainbow or uh, Wishbone, Bill Nye. Wishbone, Bill Nye, things like that. We didn't get. We weren't in third grade having watching pizza parties, <laughs> watching watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Like, no. And then when we watched something, if, the, if it wasn't something like that, it may be some National Geographic shit, and you yeah. still have to do a write-up. You can sit there and enjoy and nap. You can That's do whatever you want. But you still... First of all... I went to LAUSD. And that's the problem. Well, 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 there, like you said. I worked in LAUSD, and I just sat there and rolled my eyes and sucked my teeth the whole time. There's no discipline. <laughs> There's <laughs> nothing. Why you? I wish I would walk into a classroom Dr. and you Standifer. got these kids watching watching uh, <laughs> Ferris Bueller. I wish to. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you you all know that I'm pro- uh, I'm a product of two educators, so it it, it does <laughs> something it does something to my spirit. I really enjoyed even, I I enjoyed Ferris Bueller's and that's Day Off. The, that's the May, fundamental maybe problem. Maybe if maybe if the Chicago school district played it, you would have seen it. What well, that? But that's not like that a, could be said for home, a lot of things. Like summer but with the, the friends. I mean, there was no. Movie, it wasn't like when it you're wasn't. in school. With the tax dollars from your parents watching your parents. And is that off. even a PG rating? Were you all getting permission slips? Or is it just LA? Everything's just so <laughs> wild and free. Yeah, do what you want. I, I think Charlie it was I think Ottawa. I think the film was rated PG thirteen. Um and how old were you? <laughs> I doubt I was thirteen. Exactly. The first and time a, I as, a mother, <laughs> as a mother as a mother because my mother she would I couldn't watch PG thirteen films until I was thirteen. Definitely. And I damn sure just couldn't watch about that. She we, was I, eleven and she snuck and watched who, Titanic. Who said this? This is Daphne Oz. Um no, you know, seriously. Titanic just turned twenty. I was saying yeah, somebody asked me if I had seen Waiting to Exhale, and I was like, Yeah, and they were like, Name your favorite. I just, we just, I just was it you? you out on this. Yeah. That was last episode. Was oh, that was- <laughs> you know we were working in delirium. I don't yes. I couldn't, you know, and I have two podcasts. I didn't remember. Yes. Oh. Uh, Fancy. Well, excuse oh. the fuck out of me. Totally kidding. Oh. Shout out to Conversate. Um, Tune in every no, Monday. Don't shout them out. They don't shout us out. <laughs> oh, have I been shouted out? No, I don't. I'm sorry. So. Let's cut that over. I don't even want to say their name. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, and I couldn't. I remember parts, but I had to cut it off because... Yeah. See, I used to sneak in... I remember sneaking in my aunt's room and watching Stella. For some reason, I was... I, I could watch... There like, was, got her groove back? Oh, oh yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I could not watch Stella got her groove back. And I, I remember could... watching it thinking, what is the big fucking deal? <laughs> to quote Angela Bassett, yeah, it's only yeah. fair. Um, <laughs> but no, that, that was one of her famous lines yeah, from yeah. Waiting to Excel. Who just got a starring role on an upcoming Fox show. And mm-hmm. who slayed... You know what? I was watching... Also, this weekend, I checked out, because uh, I had kind of unplugged from the Netflix. Like, I had started since 8. I had started uh, 
Master of None. I had started like a few of the shows that I was familiar with, but I had checked out. I ended up binge watching Kimmy Schmidt. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, great season. Hilarious. Best Se episode is- Season three? Yes. Really? Best episode is episode two, and that is the Lemonade episode. Okay. And then Angela Bassett, I feel like every LGBT person of color needs to check out Master of None on Netflix. You don't even, you wouldn't even have to watch the show to watch this episode. Just watch this one episode. So they're currently in their season two and it's episode eight. It is the Thanksgiving episode. It stars Kim Whitley and Angela Bassett. Every LGBT person that is black needs to check it out because it's so none. black. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's, it's Aziz Ansari. Aziz Ansari show. Mm -hmm. Is it one of the ones you have to like watch the entire season or is it kind of like Black Mirror? Where you, like, each no, this particular episode, you can just pick Standalone. out. Standalone. Okay. It's the Thanksgiving episode, okay. and it stars Kim Whitley and Angela Bassett, and it is just so authentically black, and it is so authentically, like, it meets that fine intersection of black and LGBT. Mm -hmm. It's just so good. Angela just, oh. Speaking of that, um, <laughs> this weekend I went to see uh, a sip, uh, you know, Issa Rae sits down with... Um, oh, yeah. I saw that on your Insta snap. Yeah, uh, with a different... Who does she have this time? Um, Hollywood tycoon. What's it called? Um, a sip. A sip. A sip. Mm -hmm. We went to the first one with Melina Matsukas. Yes, the director. Beyonce. Beyonce got her. Uh, gave Melina her start. Yes, with oh. Deja Vu. That's the first music video. And she, she did Formation, right? She did Deja Vu, Ring the Alarm, Formation. She did a lot of Beyonce's Remember videos. That pop locking, Ring the Alarm. The pop locking. <laughs> The, oh, the, the, the live. Yes. We're talking about the music videos, though, Jace. You got to provide some some layer, some context, but the pop some texture. Was huge it was when that song came yes. out. Yes, but that came Trench later. Coats. And Beyonce and recycled that from, from Destiny's Janet. Child. And Janet did it. Yes, so I'm not a Destiny's Child. Destiny's Child, Child did when Destiny's Child went on tour. That was their intro. That do do do. That was their yeah. intro for Soldier. Yeah. And Beyonce took that from and the used Destiny it for Ring the Alarm. Tour DVD. Yes. Yes. Also took Dangerously in Love. She did. <clears throat> and kept Snatched Michelle's it. vocal. Snatched in it. love. <laughs> um, no, but uh, what was it? Barry Jenkins was the guest with oh, um, yes. Issa Rae this week. Barry Moonlight. Jenkins, the director of Moonlight. Okay. Um, I thought for some reason I was linking his name to Dear White People. He produced. He 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 did the oh, episode. He's in the, okay. He he directed the episode, episode five of Dear White People. Oh, okay, the pivotal so, one. Yes, the pivotal one. So okay. he discussed that. He said that was during his ten days off during his Oscar um, campaigning. Jesus. Um and come on, Oscar. award season time. Yeah. And so he said that was the, that the, the 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 gun scene with mm -hmm. the police um, was the most emotional thing he's ever done on set. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just so heavy. But there was something I was, there was somewhere I was going with this. Where, what'd you say before that? What were we talking about? Az oh, intersections. <laughs> Thanks, Char. Um, oh, <laughs> um, Char shrugged. Right. She just didn't care. Um, the intersections of it all. And he was saying um, that, that Moonlight was is, is the blackety blackiest blackiest mm -hmm. film ever, and, but he can't as a as a film pr producer writer all of this he doesn't ever go into it trying to please everyone or trying to find the universe the universe universality in everything mm -hmm. and tell it, he said it, his his duty was to tell Travell's story and Travell's the the screenwriter who wrote the play okay um, I'm like I don't remember that character's name <laughs> I remember Chiron so, I remember <laughs> that was Travell's life like wow. like um uh Chiron was Travell okay. essentially 
Um, and while Barry grew up in that area, he's not an LGBT. He doesn't re- identify as an LGBT person. So Did he's, not know that. So oh, he, I thought he was a gay man. No, he's not a gay man. Good for um, him. So he said he he had to tell Travell's story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but. We're, hmm? we're, go on. But he was just saying that that I couldn't please everyone and that every I, I owed it to him to tell his story. Mm-hmm. And when you tell one person's story and are, is, uh, and are authentic to that, then you find the universality in in the story yeah, where because right. people like, find things that they can connect right. with. He said, "I've gone to Amsterdam. <laughs> I've gone across the world, and it's amazing the, the how much how many people come and say that they identify mm-hmm. with aspects of this story." Yes. He was like, "And I wasn't writing this for anybody." And when you try to cover man. all the bases, that's when you mess that's up. What he said that mm-hmm. that's that's, that's exactly when your product becomes right. trash. That's exactly when you try said. to be too PC or mm-hmm. you try to cover, you just gotta give it what you got. Yeah. For a poke I think that's what happened with me being Mary Jane season three or four. Whatever that is. Currently, I think it's four. Did right you? Now. Yeah, it's currently four. What yeah, happened? I feel with like it? they were just really trying to like drive, you know, topics and like themes with each episode. Well, they got like different kind of people. Marbrock Akil yeah, left the show. Down. And then Patrick but Ian Polk. That's kind of what happened. Patrick Ian in Polk, who was uh, responsible for Noah's Ark, oh, he Patrick. stepped in. Right, he stepped in. So that's why they had like the, like a few gay storylines mm-hmm. and her new stylist and, you know, certain things. Like there were tweaks done. Yeah. yeah. I went to. Were you with me at the screening for Moonlight? No, with the with the violin. With the violin, the no. live. Yeah, I had two friends go to that. Yeah, it yeah. was really good. That's that's kind of the moment. That was at the arc light, right? No, it was and at not that one. It was that oh. downtown Broadway and something. I don't know. But um, Bear Jenkins did a Q and A after as well, and he was just like, you know what? It was one one of the hardest scenes to watch was the scene with the mother. Because that's his mother. Uh, right. And that's his mother. And he, like, still to this day, like, can't, like, it's hard for him to watch that scene. I think it took him a while to actually, like, Show it watch to her. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was hard for me to watch Moonlight just because, I mean, it was shot so beautifully, but, and I don't want to go on a tangent about Moonlight, but I felt like I was in a constant state of suspense. Like, I was like, I don't know what's going to happen, who's going to do what to have you. I just, I felt, con- like, I was like, oh, my God, please don't let me. I can't do super violent movies. Like, mm-hmm. I'll go home and watch The Secret Life of Pets or Finding Dory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I really will. <laughs> I don't do well with scary movies or things that are super, Me super either. violent. And I think it's because I'm all, I'm so nosy and all up in the news and Twitter headlines. And you got videos, uh, like the guy that we were talking about who was murdered on Easter, that are, like, on autoplay on the Facebook. Like, yeah. I just can't do... Or if it's not that, then it's fight videos. I've never even been a fan of those. I just can't no, do extreme... No. Never <laughs> Violence. I remember in college that there were DVDs that circulated. Like people would put compilation DVD, like Hood Fights Volume Twelve, Roll Star, and people would light up the blunt and sit around and and sit around. And I'm like, what are we doing? Sit around. Yeah, I used to exit from that dorm room. What are we doing? Yeah, no. Now see, I stayed, but it was for different (laughs) reasons. But we Uh, won't get into that. No, I've been, but I've to to close that out. I've been meaning to do a Twitter thread about some of the gems that he dropped because you should have. Why weren't you live tweeting? What I was, was in the, I was in the moment. Um, I don't think there was. Think she don't. She don't ever have a hashtag. Yeah. Um, no, but I was in the moment, and that's then, your duty. Now that you've stepped into this assumed this, role, right? Like a podcast. journalist, yes. like, like Portia Williams. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Uh, but he he really did, and I don't. I'm not a content producer at all. Um, but uh, he, it, it's nice to get in their in their brains and see yeah. how they do what they mm-hmm. do, and he's a genius. Now, this is totally off topic, but when you were speaking about him making his Oscar rounds and directing that episode, mm. I instantly thought of Monique's manifesto. So let's get into it. Oh, oh my Lord. gosh, it was so good. 
so good. I watched. I feel like you could. You cannot get what you need from it unless you commit to the whole hour. And when I was talking to certain um, peers of mine about this, they were like, an hour? I can't do an hour. But I'm like, bitch, you sitting up here watching whole Netflix marathons, movies. But Monique had, I identify with a lot of what Monique had to say. And I think it's part of my bias. I do enjoy Monique's comedy. She is one of my favorites when it comes down to black queens of comedy. Her, some more, mm-hmm. like... There are a few. And so um, specifically speaking to the how political Hollywood is, I get high. I literally get a high off of hearing people's experience because it's it's almost comforting to know like, okay, I'm not tripping. I'm not budding yeah, the things that right. I'm seeing, the things that I'm hearing. And damn it, sometimes the things I'm, I'm experiencing are not exclusive to my experience Absolutely. because that sister went through it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my ode to Monique. You know she calls everybody sister. That sister went through it too. So to hear, so to hear how she, um, the whole thing with... Um, she got you blocked too? No, no. Okay. Shocker. <laughs> but to hear the whole thing with Lee and Tyler and Oprah. and Oprah and then to follow up, like I ended up randomly, I listened to the B. Scott show for the first time ever. I did today too. Randomly. Well, I did it last week. For the first time ever, <laughs> randomly. She I was, was cleaning first. my kitchen. But B. Scott shared such an interesting story about Lee Daniels when he was at, one when he was at Earth Bar and it was just reflective you know, there's multiple co- sides to the coin, but it was reflective to a lot of what Monique was saying um, and just how people will flip on you. And it's just, I mean, her whole story, I won't get into it because we'll be sitting up here. I, I would need the mic for a full hour to recap. And if she's Her-mon- in L.A. Monique? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm not going to get into detail, but <clears throat> if you all have time, or maybe when the episode is posted, I'll when I post the link, I'll post. Link it uh, to that, too. Yeah. yeah. It was the Periscope, right? It was her so Periscope. I was, so I was at was... work when it when because I I don't follow Monique. I think somebody Me somebody retweeted yeah, somebody, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I started watching <laughs> it, but I was at work, so I couldn't finish it, and I doubted I would. I, I I was watching it, and I wasn't necessarily busy, but she was irking me, so I turned it off. I watched it about fifteen to twenty minutes. I didn't like when her husband spoke. I mean, I get the I get it, but um, at the same time, I love that she addressed like, for example, here are a few of my mental cliff notes because I have nothing jotted down. So she addressed uh, the likes of like Steve Harvey and Cheryl Underwood, these people who are dissecting, you know, what's going on and publicly calling her a friend. But Monique insists the only people that have ever reached out to her regarding this are Countess Vaughn and and Auntie Lunell. I did tune in. That that was where I tuned in. So what did you think about her? her, (laughs) About her um, dropping names like that. I appreciated it, honestly. You were, okay, but from I, okay. I appreciated it. So, but from what lens did you appreciate it? Did you did you appreciate it as a Monique fan? Did you appreciate it as a peer in Hollywood? Did you appreciate it as just a salacious journalist? Um, oh, salacious. <laughs> Ooh, how you doing? <laughs> I appreciated it as a peer because I love hearing these stories. Like when she talked about. Are you being real? Can we talk to, or can we talk? I'm serious. Okay. When she talked about going to <laughs> Alfre Woodard's house and who was there. And when she told Oprah, you know, we need to have a conversation and how she felt exploited by Oprah. And, and just like all of the messiness. Like I was sitting up here breaking bread and crap, cracking crab legs with Lee Daniels looking at. Help me. <laughs> Help me. Oprah, Oprah was an executive listed. producer on Precious. <laughs> yes. Her and Tyler Or Perry. a financer. The, I can't remember. I feel like it was. was I feel involved. like it was a producer credit. I feel like it was a producer credit. Okay. I could be wrong. Okay. But it was interesting to hear, and I just lost my train of thought. I'm oh sorry. my gosh! I, know, okay. I saw a couple of Facebook statuses addressing her, like name dropping and stuff like that. 
And um, kind of the consensus that I got from other people is that she needs to move on. Um, we did talk about this. This should be her last time ever addressing it. Right. Because she laid it all out. But what, what I thought was interesting was that, girl, like, in all honesty, this could have went in a book. A book. This, you could have sat it. down with Barbara. Because mm-hmm. you can't sit down with Oprah. Or well, no, no, okay. you can't sit down with Miss Wendy because she doesn't pay. You could have sat down with Barbara and, and did something. Or, you know, you, she didn't she have any have sponsorship. Done, like, she could have she she made this messy. lucrative for herself. But that's what speaks to not me. Not that's lucrative, what speaks more effective. To, to the but honesty? That, yes. I, because she did not profit monetarily off of it, to me, that's what see, speaks but, see, to her but, authentic experience. All publicity is good publicity. And Monique knows what she's doing. This is. And, I want and, Monique and to this win. Is, and this is my problem. I do too. This is, I, do I, too. Like I do too. I do too. <laughs> but what I think my issue with this most recent rant is, is that number one, she's, like I told you, sorry, she's a step away from being Janet Hubert. I disagree. And, and. I disagree. But, but and I say Janet that. Is, listen, listen. Woo! And I say that, but Janet's been had 20 years to do that. Monique Monique is just now Monique did this before. This is not the first time Monique has gone on this this rampage. It has not been this in-depth. I've I've sat and watched Monique basically do a periscope about... (laughs) I feel like Monique is still hurting and... I can imagine, like, when the rug gets snatched from under you. Then especially because, okay, factoring, because you didn't see the whole thing, and Jace, you didn't watch any of it. She her she was already estranged. Like, her brother raped her. She was estranged from her mother and all of this so stuff. she has abandonment issues. And Oprah exploited that for an episode, according to yeah. her. She called Monique and asked, could her brother, because she interviewed the brother who raped her. I guess they were doing some episode, and Monique said, no, that's, sister, that's some bullshit. You know, like, no. And so uh, not only did Oprah end up doing that, not only did Oprah end up interviewing the brother, but she also ended up interviewing Monique's parents. And when Monique confronted her about that, Oprah claims that she did not know. Now, where I thought what was so crazy about that is Monique even said, like, I was on, I had a show on BET and nothing moved in the building without me knowing. Even when Wendy talked about this, she said, I'm no Oprah, but nothing moves in this studio without me knowing. So you can't, and then... Factor also factor in Oprah was never a live show. Take it from a, a harpo a harponian over right, here. That's your auntie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, and I'm true blue Chicago. I was there for the life class and when Own was getting its first, you know, uh foundation and things like that. I went to tapings of Oprah shows. Oprah was never live. There was like maybe four live Oprah shows. So it's just to to say that you didn't know that people were gonna be there, like it just all seems so seedy and it's fascinating to hear these things because if the, in, in the event that that did happen and in the event that that happened to other people, no one's going to speak out against Oprah, but I can appreciate yes. Monique yes. for the transparency of it. And Monique did say she was caught up. What what took so long is she was caught up in every time her phone rang, oh my, oh my God, it's Oprah. So you look past certain things, but now in hindsight, it's like, you know... Were you my friend, or were you were you just? Were you and she looked up to checks. Oprah like the whole trajectory. Monique met Oprah when Monique was eighteen and was able to to share space with her and tell her how much she admired her. And to me, it speaks to what a lot of people, you know, the cautionary tale of Hollywood: never work with people that you look up to or that you admire because mm-hmm. shit hmm. goes down. So hmm. stay away. Rhonda. Admire them from a distance. Admire you because you you're not typically you don't end up liking them. Yep. Um. Yeah. I. I. And I think that's another thing for me with Monique. I want her to win, but 
I don't know if she wants to win doing this. Like like you said, yeah. you she's still I feel angry. like she's healing. She's still angry. And she has every right, right to be. And, and my, like you said, like she and we can't nobody else, people. most most I'm people won't go won't go against Oprah. Um, and she's willing to, and in, in that sense... And Lee and Tyler are so messy. Well, well, Lee is the worst. Listen. People have said... Listen. Combined this... When I combine the None of the this stories, is surprising. I, None of it. Tyler try, allegedly tried mm-hmm. to hijack, hijack Precious. They never really liked each other, but now that they have clout in Hollywood, it's like they they're fake chummy. It. Um, they fake it for the cameras. Yeah, Lee, None of it is Lee surprising, is including allegedly. the allegations allegedly. against Oprah to me. But to me, you have to, like you said, you have to leverage this to do something for your own career. And the, the comedy circuit, the Apollo Live that she started this all... What, what is that really and doing in fairness, for your she did say she did say on the podcast she did say and I don't want to belabor this so we're going to wrap this up but she did say that uh, she that wasn't the first time she had like made that bit like said that okay, joke yeah. um, it just so happened that it that is up. the time yeah. that it was recorded and I did notice that like I used to work for Ticketmaster and I remember uh, this was back in Chicago when Dave Chappelle first started making the comedy rounds. I remember him having a strict policy. He was kicking people out. I was at the first Midwest Bank Amphitheater in Tinley Park, Illinois, this huge venue, and the ushers were instructed, if you see so much as a light of a phone, snatch, they gotta go. No, Mm. they leave. So a lot of comedians have, and I noticed that a lot of people like the Dave Chappelle's and Jerry Seinfeld's won't speak at colleges. Like people are very because they want to have their raw, they want right. to have their cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. And so when As they said she didn't, she didn't give a fuck. Like she ain't gonna ban people. No, phones. I don't. I th- and I think comedy is a whole different situation. Like her going and let's say sitting down and doing an interview and saying Oprah can suck my dick. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> oh yeah, you know you can't so, do that on the no, sixty minutes. Right. So, <laughs> so I get it, but I just and for me, I really do. I I think Monique is wildly talented. Yes. Um, and, and, sh- and she's riding the wave. She has Richard Pryor's blessing. So it's like she's right, like, y- y'all can't tell me nothing, baby. I'm one of the realists. <laughs> I, I Richard really Pryor do. said. I really, you know. I've, I've enjoyed her since Nikki Parker. I, I really yeah. enjoy Monique, but <laughs> let it go. Let and, it go. I, and I agree that th- this most recent Periscope needs to be the last time she we talk about, about this. Let it go. Yes. But it was so good. I'm going to post the link. It was so good. And you need to f- watch the full hour to really understand because you can't get the gist from people's Facebook interpretations. I'm not a a sister girl type of person so she kind of like that's why I didn't watch. I'm not a sister girl. I didn't watch. What does that mean? Listen that's why I didn't watch. That's why I don't like (laughs) that's why I don't like Kiki Palmer that's why I don't it just comes off disingenuous Um, like Monique Monique always has to come. consistent. That's always been her. I didn't say it wasn't Okay. Consistent. Disingenuous okay. doesn't mean it's not consistent. It just doesn't. That doesn't speak. It doesn't. doesn't no, it's not me. It does. It's okay. not me. Like the whole bosom. Care, Monique is a very like yeah. that. I, I, just, I, like I, it. I don't. I, that doesn't. So uh, my bosom. Yeah. Yeah. That's why her talk show was just not for me. Yeah. Some some days of her talk show, and you know, but she would gas people up. I would have loved to been a guest. She would have been like, Shar sister, you're doing the damn thing." Like, I would have felt Like, that. I didn't know if it was a late night show or oh if it was Iyanla and Barbara again. I don't, like, and it I was. <laughs> well, Iyanla and Barbara never got that deep. Because remember, Iyanla's issue was, you had me doing shows on the world's prettiest dogs. And I'm a healer. Okay. And LGBT so, con- or LGBT it's time corner. for the LGBT corner. So this week, 
the LGBT corner goes out to my good sis and one of my mentors. I just talked to her via, well, corresponded with her via email, Miss Janet Mock. And I'm shouting know. Janet. Well, it's not a shout. Well, yeah, it, it doubles as a shout out. Mm-hmm. I'm shouting her out because Janet has a new book coming out that I'm so excited to read on, called Surpassing Certainty. It comes out June 13th and it chronicles Janet's uh, years of her 20s. You know, like out there in New York City, dipping and doing it, because she mm. moved to New York in admiration of. Where's she from? She's from Hawaii. Okay. But she moved to New York. Uh, shit, I forgot the show. Felicity. It was Felicity. Oh. Um, and she wanted to go. She went. She did undergrad in Hawaii and did grad school in New York City. And uh, this book is going to be interesting because for those of you who are not aware with Janet's uh, story, and I'm not trying to trivial trivialize it or whatever, but Janet underwent. Um, gender confirmation surgery at 18. So in New York, she's navigating as a as a as a, a cis woman, a cis appearing woman. She has you know her business taken care of, and so I'm I'm excited to read that because the Janet that I know is very very fun, and I love that she provides these intersections. That seems to be the the word of the hour. Mm. These intersections where listen, I'm smart. And, and we can talk, you know, Bell Hooks and Angela Day. Like, we can talk the books, but I also, you know, know how to have Could fun. Could drop it like a love. I've lived. Mm-hmm. She's lived. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited well, about this. Well, if you're in this. New York in your 20s, you've definitely lived. Yes, I'm excited about this. No and I listened to cocaine. a clip. They have a clip online from her audio book. It's like one minute and 30 seconds. And I was on the edge of my freaking seat listening to it. So I can't wait to get my hands on that. And also, she it just got named um, a contributing editor to Allure magazine. Yes, 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 yes I did and see that. And she has a bi-weekly co- column um, titled Beauty Beyond Binaries. And the Good first, Yes, the first one um, is out. And she speaks to um, about her best friend, Wendy, who she met when she was 13. Um, so yeah, check that out. It's on Allure.com and make sure you all get that book. Surpassing I really certainty. do enjoy everything I've ever seen Jen and Mock a part of. Yeah, she's um, good. She's good. She's, she's good. good. We've had the show on um, NBC. Mm-hmm. MSNBC. 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 So popular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never got that. a chance. Yeah, that she invited me there. there. Oh, and I to never be a got a ch- or correspondent. Well, not to be a correspondent, but just to, a you know, yeah, yeah. just to, mm-hmm. I never got a chance to go though. Because but they're you, in New York. I know. Right? Yeah. Oh, but she still invited me. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know. um, I could, I, I can hop on the flight, you know. Um, <laughs> you hate New York. But she, the, the, you know how all of that fallout happened with Melissa Harris Perry yes. and yes. Janet yes. was under the Melissa Harris Perry umbrella, and that's the way the cookie crumbled. So goes it. Yeah. Well, shout out and to I Janet. hate, I, I do not hate New York. New York gives me anxiety, but I would go there to visit. And go to see Janet. And go to see Janet. And I've, I've said on the show many times, I want to go to The View and Wendy. So it's not like I'm staying, like I'm boycotting New York. I want to we go just and get that? a party bus. Can we just go on a trip just to go see The View and Wendy? That's what I plan no, on doing. No, and then also, um, uh, Jerry, not Jerry Springer. Who does that? Maury. Maury. Maury's in Connecticut. I know. It's right. It's like an hour away. I'm going no damn I want to do a party bus to Maury. Can you see how... I can't. Su- I can't openly support. I will never uh, go sit Mari. in a more audience. Are you audience. kidding me? I used to. I don't watch even think I've ever watched the full dot, hour. Three o'clock. Oh my god! I used to undergrad and live tweet the whole thing. For I used to. Was a thing. Well, I, it wasn't college for me. It was like you know those stay at home days. Mm-hmm. I had my Oprah The View. Um, then the judge shows. I, I turned was, on I the, judge the judge I didn't shows. Do, I didn't do the Maury's and the Jerry's. I love I do the Mathis and me and Brandon Thomas, my roommate, and the and oh my god, Toler. What? Nothing. Um. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you when we're done. Don't let me forget. Uh, but 
Yeah, I like I we I did Jerry too because you know Jerry was based out of Chicago for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I felt, you know, he was up the street. <laughs> you are the father. So, topic number one. So, this was brought up. I was thinking to myself, I was like, what the hell am I going to talk about this week? Oh, my God. It's It's been a week, guys. Um, so, I uh, thought about at my birthday dinner when I was in Texas, Never. one of my friends um, told me that she was proposed to by her boyfriend. <gasps> Congratulations. But she turned it down. Oh. <laughs> I and take, she turned I take that it back. And she turned it down exclusively because he identified as agnostic. Now, those of you who don't know what agnostic means, to my understanding, it means that you believe in a higher power, but you do not give it a name. You don't go under a specific religious yes. umbrella. Um, and as to where atheist is, they don't believe in the nothing. Anti. Yes. They don't believe in nothing. Yes. Agnostic, you believe in it. Yes. But yes. what you choose to call it. Right. But what it you is know, isn't yes. defined. Yes. Exactly. And so her, it, that was why she turned it down. And they'd been together for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, what is so long? It's been a few years. So she knows that he's agnostic. I didn't say she didn't know. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying, I'm, I'm waiting for my answer. Okay. I'm getting all the facts. Okay. So she, of course, knew he was agnostic, but she turned down the wedding proposal yes. because she is a Baptist Christian. And she did not agree with that. She's And I thought I was perplexed. I'm like, if you love this man, like, but I respected her decision. I wasn't going to, first of all, it's my birthday. Second of all, I'm not going to argue with you over any, like, I'm I'm, I'm cracking open. I'm at the Papa Do's having the time of my life, my favorite restaurant. It was a public engage, a, purple, a public proposal? That I don't know. Oh, Lord. That I don't okay. know. No, I think what you were saying was that when, that's when she No, told he didn't you. propose in front of me. She was telling me she that she had you. turned down. No, no, no. no. I'm, but, I mean, if it was a birthday party or... No, I wish somebody like would a... hijack my birthday party getting on one knee. No, no, no. What's Char? What's Char? It doesn't listen, matter. Listen. It listen. doesn't get... Both of you all get out. Char. <laughs> what Char was saying was that her friend told her about the proposal at Char's birthday. Okay, but I am saying it was not a public. To no. her in public, that was my question. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because that would that would have sucked. Someone noticed that. I saw. Twitter. I saw. Like, where did that, that, that come from? That sounds familiar. Yeah, yes, that, that is, is the one and only, the voice. That is a a, a nudge to Whitney Houston. I don't know my own strength on live Oprah. on the Oprah Show. Twenty five season. Twenty fifth yes. season. It's or twenty four. Twenty five. Yeah. No, that was twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so, so yeah. my question is. Um, how much does not even necessarily well? I'm going to say religion slash spiritual practice factor into uh, you all's dating pool and and who you choose to entertain. Okay, that's that's the, that's, that's, my, that's the question. I, I Kendall, be- how do you identify? And we're going to expound on that, but that's a loaded question as in terms of spirituality or. Yes. Um, um, I've I've been I was raised. <laughs> do they they're Catholic in Belize, right? Um, or are they Christian? Christian. Okay. I grew up Lutheran. Okay. Um, Christian, Luther. ba- baptized Lutheran. Um, but I've never been a, a regular um, churchgoer. Okay. Um, so take that as you may. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> um, it is important to me. You know, I always I always believe that my 
spiritual practice or my religious underpinnings. I went to Catholic Catholic Christian school until about the third or fourth grade. Um, and I do believe that some of that is the underpinning to my moral compass and who I am just as a, as a decent person. Um, or, or at least that's what my parents' intentions were. Because, um, I mean, I, I can't speak to it if I didn't go to the schools, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, But Bay is an atheist. Are you dating him or not? Is he a good person? Or not necessarily an atheist. An agnostic. Anything else. If, if he, Hindu. If he, it could be anything. Well, there's a it is not a, It is not a firm no for me. You do not have to practice no. what I have to, what I practice. Um, I do think that it would cause a point, it would be a point of contention if you were an atheist just because of my family. But for me. Um, you wouldn't mind uh, walking down the aisle and spending the no, rest of No, because life. I don't. I don't like sit at the edge of my bed and sit like on my knees and pray every night. Like I, I there wouldn't be anything in my normal day to day practice that would, I think, would clash. So um, if I want to go to church, I can go with a friend or go by myself. Like my part, that would I wouldn't need my partner for that. Um, I don't need to pray with my partner. Yeah. Like that's not a part of me. That's or not what a part I, of what your I, experience. Yeah, um, okay. I don't like. I don't pray with my parents. You know, so, so that's not a part of love like, for me. Atheist versus like Hinduism or Buddhist is because there's practices that they may want to practice that you may not agree with as well. So let's just say they're atheists and they just live their life and don't do anything religious. What if they're Hindu and they want you to... There was an episode of Sex and the City where Charlotte had to convert to Judaism she for her husband. She chose to. She didn't Thank have you. to. She chose, chose to. to convert to Judaism for her husband. Which is not uncommon. That's right. A, that's a good so, question. But, so on the other end, would you compromise your religious beliefs or morals? I don't see that happening. No? I, okay. I won't say no like firmly, but I don't see it happening. There's several practices in my life that I don't see as me. You wouldn't pull a Janet Jackson and be walking around in a burqa. No, no, no. Um, And, you know, and I do, I love hard, and I do, I compromise a lot um, of things, but... uh, That's just not you. No, I don't see it. It's funny, because Tashi had a meeting today, and I was, it was supposed to be a Starbucks, but I was so hungry, I reverted it to Tinder Greens, and I pray for my food all the time. I don't care where I'm at, who I'm with, I pray for my food. That's just what I do. Um, and I'm praying for my food, and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, praying for my food. I didn't want him to pray with me at all. He's like, you pray? And I was like, yeah, I pray. I pray all the time. And it was kind of a funny, because he started like... Is not- this your bae that you're with? Your potential no, bae? No, 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 This is a meeting I had. Okay. And no, because I was, <laughs> I was like, I didn't know where we were going. It was a meeting I had earlier today. And so basically... And it was, I Do you re- know, people like to call anything a meeting. So thanks for, thanks for asking. It wasn't a date. It was a professional meeting with an organization. Got it. Um, and I prayed for my food. And he would kind of like <laughs> wanted to like dissect my sexuality with my beliefs and my religion. I'm and just I, here and for I, the like, I just wanted to eat. Right. And I was I'm like, I got my rings. steak, my potatoes, the big and plate. my tender bean salad. Right. Please. <laughs> so what I'm... about you with a potential bag? But that's what I'm saying. If it came to a situation where he was agnostic or atheist and he questioned me all the time about what I believe. No, 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 no. You know, Jace don't like to be deep. I'm kidding. Sorry. I mean, depends on how you put that. But Jace, that's but, not my question, um, baby. I can I explain, Char? I just feel like you're you you. I'm saying if the person is not is always questioning what I believe, then like no, it's a pass. But if they're atheist or or actually no, if they just believe in a higher being, 
if they're agnostic, then absolutely. I feel like, because I, I pray. Um, I pray the first thing I do every single morning. I pray, and I like to pray with someone who I'm with. So I don't care if you are listening or not. You're going to hold my hand and pray with me. That's a, but that, so, but it, Jace, so, that's important. So to flip, right, that's important. So but to some flip people your don't question that. that you asked on Kindle, me. would you be able, would you be willing to um, explore another religion for, for your bag? I'd be able to explore. Um, but the, if there's things that I don't agree with, then I don't agree with them. And that's fine. That, I don't think that would hinder, I hope it wouldn't hinder my personal relationship with that person. But there's things in Christianity that, you know, I may not agree with as someone who's Christian, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just because we don't agree with something doesn't mean um, there's got to be a clash in a romantic relationship. But it, it, it happens. It happens. My, I, my, my answer to this is that uh, I do believe that I could date someone, but I don't know if I'd be able to spend the rest of my life with someone. You don't have to align. <laughs> you don't have to mirror me, but I do not see because... I'm not religious at all. I mean, there You're are not? components. No, there are components. And despite me being raised in the church, there are components um, of Christianity that factor into my spirituality. So organized But religion. because I have so much personal eh towards religion based off of just lived experience, things I've seen, you know, just, ugh. I, I just, could watch Greenleaf and never go back to church. And be fine. <laughs> um, but I do think that, <laughs> I do agree with Jace like to show. a point where if, I, I think it's important that I have a, a partner that is willing to center themselves with some form right. of meditation. Meditate, something. Prayer, yeah. something needs to be there. And so the idea of spending the rest of my life with someone who does not, who can't pull from that, um, it just, uh, I, I don't, I don't think I'd be able to do it. Now so my no family, to, your to speak to you, Kendall, <laughs> mm-hmm. my family, um, to me, that wouldn't matter. Like, I'd be like, mom, I don't care. Well, oh, no. well, I'm I already just, gay, so. <laughs> oh, no, I don't, because the thing is, mom, you're not in the relationship. Like, you no, know, like, we're no, just no, here no, I don't do, you know, I don't believe in doing anything to like, mom, the, like, my calm relationship. down, mom. But I just... Mm, an atheist in in relationship, I, I just don't, I don't know how that, because I, I don't know if I want to get married in, in a church. Like, I don't, yeah. you know. Or if you want to do justice of the peace. Yeah, and to your, fr- to, I think where Jace was about, like, I, I don't really under, again, I, at this point, like, I can't, I can't really see myself seriously dating someone and then saying that it's I, but you know I don't her know if I could is, spend the rest of my life. I'm gonna factor, factor in her extra layer. She is a cis black woman from Texas. Okay. So okay. when it boils down to okay. the whole marriage thing. Okay. Plus her mom is heavily. It, are they still together? No. Her mom oh is heavily involved like, in the church. What a waste of time and energy. And I feel bad People for him. People waste their time all the damn time. I feel bad for over, him. Over because other things. Can, Very yes, trivial. Over other if things. your relationship is at the point where you're considering marriage and he proposes to you, and you knew this entire time, this man is agnostic. I can't wrap my mind around that. I think, it, I hit, be I think it hit her like a speeding bus, though. Like, she knew he was agnostic, and it was fun, but I feel like it hit her Cut like a speeding bus. on the second with date. Being, with being... Th- those factors no. matter. You are cis, you are black, you are a woman, and you live in Texas. That is the a, Bible Belt. It's the reality. It's Bible it's Belt. Her it's reality. a different type of it religious nah. course. And so and I you feel still like, knew which who you were dating for the past two years. 
Okay, well, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm being biased because I know her. I feel like it hit her no, like a speeding I, bus. I, 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 I she's cannot, having fun. I'm happy she said no one didn't that's like say someone, yes and they get married. And I don't know if this is a fair comparison, wrong. but that's like dating someone, being in a, a let's say, cis het relationship, uh, two cis hetero people. You're in a relationship and you know someone has, let's just say, HIV, and then y'all are dating and then there's baby talk and now it's all of a sudden I don't want to you know like we've been dating and having protective sex and now you there are factors people into run con- all the time considering for considering lifelong commitment there are factors that <laughs> even knowing up front could make you run yeah. I, I get that I can't imagine it being religion for me is what mm-hmm. I'm saying there are even gay men who, who that are? I know <laughs> When family gets involved, like, okay, why haven't I met mom? Like, oh, I, 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 I have known gay men personally, and women. but I have known personally, well, I'll, I'll say gay, gays, gays and lesbians. I know personally gay and lesbian relationships that have crumbled because of a family aspect. I like, know. y'all were dating and fine. My friend was but, engaged, and the, the wedding date kept getting pushed back because of her family. Yeah, I, I know and things like that. And then it ended up being broken up, and I'm just like... And for me, you know, I'm, fathom. me, it happens. I can't, fathom. we're too grown. Um, but I just, it, it's, I mean, it was bigger for, and I know the grass is always greener on the other side. And when you're in love, you don't really see like the bigger picture and you just keep going because it feels good. But I just feel like people really need to take a bigger responsibility in addressing the reality yes. of situations versus letting something go on so long and caring. But people person. get caught up. I feel I like I, I, I agree I, with what you're saying, but I, I also don't think it's as simple and as cut and dry as that when you're in the moment. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. It's not that I rigid. It's, <laughs> it's not that rigid. <laughs> You're going to have me buy a ring and propose to you and then tell me, like, no, something that you knew the entire time is the reason why you're saying no? That's no. Out of your control. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's like, it is out of your control. It's out of my control, but buy. And, like, it's a, it's a, and they are not mm-mm. together, but I, like I said, I would be remiss <laughs> I wish if I did not would. acknowledge to my co-hosts and to the listeners the specific recipe that went into her decision-making Our yes. that none of our us can ge- identify with. Our geographic placements yes. and our family structures and our my, my Belizean heritage absolutely plays into the, my wedding yeah. what food am I going to have yeah. I don't know no uh, traditional African American food so you know your so, food <laughs> there are logistics that's yeah, what he's saying there, yeah. there are details okay what are you confused about I'm not confused at all I'm just saying like what I'm the picture that is, I didn't say I wasn't going to get married because of the food. I said it's I a know factor. you didn't say that, but I'm saying like that is minuscule. The food on the plate versus I didn't say it wasn't. Something. I just said it would factor into no into my They're wedding. Just custom <laughs> tailored. There are custom tailored experiences to everybody. Like my family dynamic differs mm-hmm. from your family dynamic, mm-hmm. so we can't really put. Jace, we can't really put an umbrella over this because every situation is different for every person. I don't understand what you're so fervently negating. Because I don't people's think that your family's her... very important to you, so you can't tell Absolutely. me somebody that didn't that didn't like Penny that... wouldn't bother yeah, you. Okay, <laughs> mm, okay, but I'm saying it sounds like there's almost like an excuse. Because she's a black cis woman from Texas. It's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. Or the reasoning behind it's a, it's, it's, it. It needs to be acknowledged. 
It needs mm. to be because your experience swipe on, swipe as on. your experience as a, as a black gay man from Riverside is and raised in the church is totally different from a black cis woman in the heart of Texas raised in the church. Totally different. Absolutely. Totally different. You can't even mirror that. Even when you boil down to things as simple as gender, you can't like there are certain expectations from and it might have been different if she were a man. It might have been different because men can be in the drive, but as the bride expected to be in this church and stand before God and your family and, and you marry an, an agnostic, agnostic man. Like, what does that mean? That ain't gonna fly. But two years? Like, I'm just I'm just saying she should have, I'm not saying she should have said yes. I'm saying she should have cut the cord back I, in 2015. I respect her for telling him no because and if I she would have said the, yes, yeah, because that would have been a that whole other been a, mess. Why even go through the All mess that of deposit, a divorce? The deposit for the wedding venue? <laughs> Once the caterer oh is paid gosh. for, it's a wrap. You can't Run get that deposit bride. back. So, uh, we'll but talk yes, about trivial. She, but she could have. <laughs> the deposit's trivial when you're thinking about spending the rest of your life. I know. <laughs> I was just pulling it up. I'm just lightening the situation. But. The, Jesus. But, but like I said, to speak to your point, it to me, I feel like every situation is not. You, once you get. Yeah, absolutely. You get caught, caught absolutely. up in the rapture absolutely. of love. And I, you I, can I, lose I, yourself. There are, certain, there are parallels that I People see say, in, in current you know day to life speak to that Jay's. I, mm-hmm. I can relate to. To speak to Jay's. People stay in situ- shitty situations all the Knowing damn well, <laughs> knowing good and goddamn well, but knowing you can't. It's well. like that nigga put his hands on you three times. It happens, and you back. all the time. Like it, it could be and the somebody most... step in your face and talk about marriage, and it's a whole yeah, different consideration. Yeah. yeah, people stay in shitty relationships all the time, and they should have known that they should have left. Wasn't them. Right. That's but that's what I'm saying. saying. But they, you could easily apply that to everything with every, just like how how we all sit up here. And, and speak to our individual experiences in relationships. If every time you brought up something that happened in your relationship and I threw it, you, well, why didn't you leave the second date when it happened? You would explain to me. I that, should have. But I'm saying you would also explain to me why you didn't because of the complexities of that specific situation. Not everything is, is, a, is a deal breaker. That's and sometimes, what I'm sometimes you don't recognize what your deal breaker is until marriage until- is proposed. Until <laughs> until a nigga on one knee. That's I just, all I'm I saying. just hope, and this is just kind of not off topic, but I know that when the day does come for me to get married, it's not going to be a surprise of me proposing to Mr. So-and-so. It's not going to be a surprise if they propose to me. It would be discussed that the surprise is when. But like we will know that we are both in sync and both on the same page. Okay, so let me marriage. ask you this. What would so you there have won't done, be a no. What would you have done if your last boyfriend popped the question on you without you knowing. Would you have said yes? Kendall? Or were there red flags <laughs> that you knew about? If he's proposing to me, time, get this if- mic away from me, Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> get- That's what I'm saying. Or were there red flags? Were there certain I'm, things I would you advise you to get this mic away from me. <laughs> Look, ahead of time, I'm just saying, you should have chucked the deuces. I will say, if in early on in dating, I will always... Say, do not propose to me without the, having a conversation before that. And I've and I've had a conversation, so I know that there will never be any per, like if I'm on a yacht in Italy and I'm you don't know pop- that to be true. Not everybody will honor that request. Exactly, and, but the, and, but, but the but marriage. the point is, you're saying that if you continue in a dating phase. And someone, whether they honor that request of yours, your specific request to tell me ahead of time and have this or, conversation or not, will be prepared to turn you, down. Jace, that's what she did. That's exactly what Shar's friend did. Turned they didn't him have down. a conversation. No, they, a, they never had a conversation. No, See, no people I'm didn't even. have that conversation. <laughs> but okay, well, my thing just to add is that people need to have that conversation before you start buying rings for people. 
what there's a surprise element like oh my but it's also the rest I of your life i want to move on i yeah, want to move on let's move on i had to get up and leave guys but i just want to let me provide context for the listeners they it, he popped the question keyword popped That's it was Jay-Z. without you warning pop a question it could be a surprise of when it's happening versus actually if, okay, if well, it is happening well her specific her specific situation was without warning Jeez. He got down on one knee and asked her for well, her hand in marriage. That was silly as well, because there's no way I'm proposing to somebody if they have no clue about marriage. But people do that every all day. The- <laughs> <laughs> Let's no. move on. Next well, topic, Kendall. Mine happening. is, so, no. um, I mean, <laughs> Jace, please. Please what? <laughs> um, so, I have... um $5,000 on a ring to get no. Going, Kendall. Did you get your feelings hurt? Did you propose to someone? I have never proposed to somebody, okay. but if someone you just sound a real salty someone, right now. It okay, sounds okay. No, 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 okay, well, you sound say, a real saltine over here. Real lays. Bought a ring for me, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what the fuck are you doing? They're proposing. And you were still in a relationship with them, weren't you? I was not. So they, so they bought you a relationship, but you weren't in a, you weren't in a relationship with them. Bought me a ring, them? and I was not in a relationship with them. Well, well, they're a fucking idiot for that. That's, You're right. What are you doing? Right. <laughs> That's okay, but that um, speaks to your. Uh, we're not gonna keep doing this. Go ahead, Kendall. So I was I I had a conversation with um one of my I'll best. Conversate? No, um <laughs> with one of my best friends, and um we were talking about a friend of ours, and um, who recently got out of a long term relationship, and is now seemingly hasn't confirmed to either of us, um what she's in, but but frolicking with a new man. Um, all over her social media, okay. um, and <laughs> you know, so I was just wondering in terms and and her and her. Uh, this is important to give context to this. Her and her ex boyfriend did not end on. I mean, it was bad terms because he was ready for more serious commitment, mm-hmm. not necessarily marriage, but almost. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been together since college. It's been about five six years. Jesus. Um, and she just felt like she hadn't lived life. And she's been with him her entire adult life, and she wanted Makes to, sense to experience me. something else. <laughs> but now, she's not living life alone because she's, she's back in another relationship. Mm-hmm. She um, J-Lo. So, so I was wondering what when is too, what is too soon, um, particularly to f- flaunt um, this this new person, um, and and when you you tell an ex partner that you want to be alone and you're not ready for something serious and then you hop into another situation yeah who um what are your thoughts for me i don't want to sound blanket and say that every situation you know whatever but um it's something that is oh i'm a little triggered by this topic (laughs) it's something that I think it all depends on the timing and the reasoning if i were the ex i would be pissed but again that is something that is out of my control ain't nothing i can do would you do be about pissed it. or would you be hurt both both definitely both if a man if i was dating someone and he said char i need my space i just want to be alone i want to live i want to travel and then i get a screenshot from one of my friends like girl his instagram and he's with another girl I'm going to, like, I can literally, even talking about it, I can feel the pit of my stomach 
falling out the bottom of my ass. Mm-hmm. Like that is, it's just not a good feeling. And I don't even know how you'd even begin to unpack something like that. But I feel like that's one of those eat, pray, love things that you'd have to go on. Because again, <laughs> that would be something that's totally out of my control. Yeah. You can't control other people. Yeah. No, no. So if he, and then openly flaunting, like if he deletes all of our pictures <laughs> and stuff and he's like, whoo, that, yeah. that's a, that is a and lie. And I always, I've had people, multiple, um, tell me that they're not ready for, for something a relationship serious or something. and yeah. then two seconds later. Um, so I all, people I mean. People don't I, have the language. If and, we're, and people are cowardice. That's, that's, that, and that is, that's, not, of course. Just say you're not ready for a relationship. With me. With me. Exactly. Yeah, because that, that matters. I you think don't that, want me, then don't talk to me. <laughs> that I matters. think that that is, I think that's what, and you can't, you can't um, speak for every situation as you started this um, conversation saying, but I think that is what is, is. That matters. What most of these situations are. And the first thing that would run through my head is typically when there's a quick rebound, that means that that bitch Ooh. was in the back pocket Ooh. the whole time. Mm. And now I'm ready to lemonade. I, like, honestly, yeah. now I'm ready. And I'm not getting to the end of the album. No, I'm not. I'm stopping right at <laughs> Don't Hurt You. Like, we're doing Hold Up, Pray You Catch Me, Hold Up, and and Don't Hurt You. We ain't even getting the sorry. You got your yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, I just... Uh, yeah, to me, that's a clear-cut indication. If you rebound really quickly, that means that that bitch was in the back pocket the whole time. I mean... Because no one rebounds that fast, and if you do, it's typically... They're, they're not on your Instagram. That's for damn sure. If you rebound that fast, I just... I question, were you ever really here? Ooh, so, yeah. okay. Were two, you ever here? Two things. Um, I don't think there's necessarily Shondo. like... Oh, Lord. She's having convulsions, <laughs> She's having convulsions in no. here. Char's having trouble in the studio. Dry your tears, girl. Char, you know I can't deal with tears. I know. Right, yeah. right, right. I, we all know. Friend, I, the friends know too. All the I listeners. Kid, I can't. I can't do tears. Um, so two things. I don't think that there's necessarily like a timeline um, when it comes to moving on mm-hmm. with somebody else. Um, if you find someone the next week and that's who you want to be with. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to be with. Um, but it's I'm, different when you're parading it on social media. That's... Wait. Because people feel... But, but, I, I, but wait, but what, what else is also... Like, do you ever... I, I, you can't... For you, you can't, to feel that comfortable? But not even before the social media. For you to say, well, like... a lot of people to, break up before they actually break up. To get you know out I mean? of your relationship and tell your partner that it's not even about them. I feel like if I were to tell somebody that I'm going... I, I need space and I want to be alone, I feel like I owe it to myself. To yeah. actually question, not to, you can fall in love with somebody the next day. You really don't know. I understand mm-hmm. that. But I think I would I would be doing a disservice to myself to not really explore what am I doing. Was I really just unhappy with them? Was I really just unhappy with that, that person? And and I, dep- of course, or, the, depending on how that relationship ended, mm-hmm. you might... You might reach back out and just you know I because the, well, the, the, very, the like, mind fuck of that when is just I can't imagine yeah. as I mean, Char was a, saying in a perfect world I think that people would take their time and people would you know self center themselves and like I think that's what quote unquote should happen but that doesn't happen all the time and all, on top of that if you're break if you're broken up you don't owe that person anything. you don't but I have you all ever noticed because I have that people that are that monkey bar from relationship to relationship don't even know themselves exactly. fundamentally. Yeah. Exactly. That was my second they, point I was going to bring They literally up. are seeking validation and a reason to to exist 
through apartment. I appreciated that that Jennifer. Not Je- enough hugs. What, I'm sorry. What Standifer? What's her first name? Jesse. Sorry, Jesse. That she said that when I was listening back to the show, um, that she mentioned that she appreciates the last couple years being able to, especially lesbian couples, get get the the U-Haul on the, the second right, day. Get that um, stereotype that that she's been able to live alone and really just. That is figure so important. out life by herself. That is so important. Um, and I, and I, I believe, especially in your twenties, yeah, you need you need at least two years just to be out here. Yeah, at least. <laughs> um, so yeah, seriously. I'll, no, I'm, I don't think you owe quotes. anybody but yourself anything. But I do think that when you spend a significant period of time with someone, I do, I I believe just. Just being decent, you do owe them yeah. something, That's and you owe in a I, perfect world. The, the the minimum is that you owe them the truth. So if the bare minimum, the, and if so you have nothing else to get. I cannot stand a liar. Oh my god! So oh. don't tell me that you are not ready for a serious mm-hmm. commitment if you're just not ready for me. Just, and those two words right. they matter, like you like we just t- spoke to. Um, they that matter everything. Yeah, but then some pipe. I don't know. I think some people may like, I'm not ready for a serious commitment, but they may just be like the whole picture, but you may meet someone the next week. They're like, oh wait, I am ready. But that's why he said with, with you, like if someone says, Jay's, th- I'm I know, not. but you may have an intention to like be by yourself. And that, and, is, that is true. You know, and no, then, I, you I know, think I mean, sure, there are circumstances you, someone everything. comes in your life and you're like, oh wait, this is actually what I want. I don't want to be alone. So but let me just grab the true. ball and they're together for, you know, 15 years. It ha- I, I think it happens more than we know. Yeah, we've, but, heard, yeah. we've seen examples of this, like people who will... Uh, it goes back to the whole debate. Should I hold out for 90 days or should I? <laughs> there are people who have had sex on the first date, who've been together for 40 years. And, and then you have who, the Joan Clayton's who of the world. waited wait? 90, 90 days to have sex and then it, the divorce Did is Joan in a year make and a half. I don't know. So I actually had this conversation the other day. Do you guys wait? Depends. Or do you guys? Depends? Okay. De- actually, well, you know what? Typically, what? typically, I will wait only because. 90? Not 90. Okay. Oh, hell no. I'm not listening to anything Steve says. But, but <laughs> I will wait. Before him I will wait specifically to my experience because right. I find power in celibacy. I really do. Because there is power in guy, celibacy. Guys Absolutely. hit on me all the time. I mean, I just got hit on at the Whole Foods you yesterday. The hit on by the sushi guy. But I knew where the conversation was going. And I just feel like, and I've talked about this a million and one times on Kiss and Tell, mm-hmm. just the hypersexualization and the fetishism that goes on with being a trans, trans woman. woman right. For me, I find power in celibacy. Absolutely. Because I can't just be going around fulfilling mm-hmm. your, being your freak nance, nasty porn hub fantasy. What about I you, can't. I, I believe in waiting. Waiting. Um, I, the th- waiting how long? I don't have a time frame. I think it's a trust. So you wouldn't thing. do anything on the first day. I do. I would. You because do. I, I, I have. I've. I. I. I'm willing to. I don't think. I haven't found in my experience that people are honest about that. And I. But I found one yeah, person. Respectability. I found one person to tell me like, if we do this on the first date, second date. I'm going to look at you differently and probably not explore a serious relationship with you. And I can appreciate that. But a lot of most people that I, I've experienced are not upfront and honest about that. And they'll tell you we can because I can be horny and be down to do something on the mm-hmm. first day and absolutely expect a text tomorrow and a date the next week absolutely. to be mm-hmm. courted properly because um, I'm absolutely. an adult. Um, <laughs> well, some people don't. Uh, my friend just told me a story about he went on a date with a guy the second date they ended up having sex and the guy told him 
that he couldn't take him seriously because to me that's so dumb. That's it was so, dumb. That's but so Char, dumb. But Char, but I, but Char, come on, it, it's so real. Yeah, but it's so dumb. It's so but it's it, it, but that for me, I, you have your your read like hypersexualization yeah. of trans women. For me, it's that people lie. Yeah, people just lie. I can totally be down. I'm an adult. Like I can be yeah. horny and that turn goes around. Also, respectability you're just in, though. In, you're involved with the sex just as much as the other person. Hmm. Like you so say, you're, you're involved, involved with, with the sex. sex just as exactly. Much as the other We're both getting off here. Right. But then that's why they look <laughs> at it like you nuts. know. There's a stigma with it. Like, oh, if you're having sex with me on the you're first date, then you're dating around probably. Like, so yeah. I don't know. But I don't wait, and I've never waited, and I'm. I've. I feel like I feel like every situation is different, but I feel like waiting is necessary in certain in certain aspects because I love to get to know people on a different level. And to me, the foundation of come on, Megan Good, Devon Franklin. Oh no, I'm not waiting years. But the foundation <laughs> they of, didn't wait no damn years. Allegedly, maybe like a year. But to me, the foundation. I love getting to know someone, and my relationships have not been, or my dating relationships, whatever you want to call it. The, the foundation of it, I never want it to be sex-driven. No, yeah. Never. Never. Yeah. That doesn't work for me. Yeah. For me. Yeah. That does not work for me. So... But I, I can never negate the fact that in most instances, the physical attraction is what led me to approach yeah. I like being desired and things like that, so, but... So... It's like a tease. I can't, I can't say that this the sexual tension or the sexual chemistry isn't a part of... It, it's definitely you know, in the gumbo. You know? But I don't want it to be the, the primary... I, I don't need, <laughs> want it to be the primary because it just doesn't sit well with me. And that is, why, that is why I honestly find... Uh, going Driving back to my initial point, I personally find power in celibacy because I do know that I am desired. My DMs are proof. My navigation Uh-oh. in the streets are proof that no. I am desired. But no one's... Like how you always preach about the courtship. No one's like, Char, let's go to a movie. Like, it's always like, want to come over? Can I come? Like, that. Literally, that is not I my had to purring. tell someone very recently, <laughs> like, can you, why, just come over? Like, I want to. You might have a chance having sex with me if you take me on a date first. Like, you might, that'll be, that'll be, versus. Can I come over? And I am Can not you... a two hundred date, a two hundred Twitter two hundred date person, no. two hundred dollar date person. Like I just don't we understand. Can, <laughs> we can literally go to the Glendale Galleria and go watch a movie. I can sit up at the BJ's and watch uh, the, the basketball game. game. And I'm no okay. basic bitch, but I mean, <laughs> so... cheesecake facts. <laughs> <laughs> Take me to the Marmalade Cafe, and I'm fine. Look, and you might be able, you know. Yeah. So it's funny because I actually had a conversation the other day because um, I was comparing different dating experiences experiences that I've had and a lot of times when it starts off with dates I'm usually always under the influence like yes because you go you on a first date I don't go I don't go what blitzed I'm saying if we're going to a nice dinner, we may get a glass of wine, a bottle of wine. I gotta stay. We may stay meet woke. at a bar, da 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 da. But I've also been in situations. Char, you you enjoy a nice lemon drop martini on a first date. I, but I don't get I I I can't only you can take care of you. I'm not you. saying I'm trashed. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that either. I don't even like being tipsy on dates. On first dates, no. I Two need glasses to... of wine. You feel a little... Now, the last date that I went on... You I went like on a to date? Be I did, last week. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, not here. We're after we're, c- we're completely drifting. But <laughs> I I had... <laughs> Char, why are you licking your lips? What'd you have <laughs> on your first date? I had wine. Um, like a bottle, or but a what, what I was—you <laughs> gotta ask him. <laughs> right. <laughs> what I was we saying, top shelf? to know. 
what I what I will say is that it was a little awkward um, before the before the the liquor. Right, right, I, right. So to my point, I was saying that like. He funny. was a little it's... socially awkward, and I think that he loosened up a with little the with the liquor. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. I didn't need that. I don't, I'm not. I don't believe I'm a socially awkward person. I know clearly. Oh, are you drunk now? <laughs> um, nope. <laughs> Sober as a pea. But I, I know y'all. Um, but yeah, so I, I think that it, it can help. It does lighten them. I know that I can be a bit brash. <laughs> People think that they're signing up for one thing and get another. <laughs> <laughs> so I get the liquor. Hold on. A, wine, and, a, gla- a glass of wine could be a, a nice, you know, yeah. mellow me yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Take the edge off. I could be a rascal. You have the audacity to say you were not aggressive on Twitter. I'm not aggressive. There's a difference. I'm not aggressive. It's a fine line. Kendall, you think she's not aggressive? I don't think Shar's aggressive. I know I'm not aggressive. <laughs> Producer Aaliyah, am I aggressive? <laughs> what? You wouldn't call me aggressive if. Thank you. You wouldn't call sure me aggressive if I, I were a man. I think you are. Yes, I <laughs> Come would. Come on, Nikki. <laughs> yes, I would. No, you wouldn't. Yes, um, I would. Jace, I'm up, passionate bro? about can, my points. Can we feel... Because black women are so often unheard or mansplained. Come through, Mama Pope. I'm just saying. Is um, it is it admirable or is it ridiculous? <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm going to let the uh, listeners, y'all tweet me. Is it admirable or is it ridiculous? <laughs> now let's hop into your topic, Jay. My topic, babies. So, um, as members <laughs> of the LGBT community, um, we have a little bit of an interesting um, time reproducing offspring. Um, so, my question is kind of, actually it's kind of an instinct with other questions that we had before. Um, would you, kind of like religion... Going into somebody, you had a first date, and it's going really well or well, and they're like, I don't want any kids. Or, I want 10 kids. Something that's she counteract, or not counteract, but like the opposite of what you want. And let's just say you're dating for, you know, two months, three months, and their opinions still stay the same. You want a future, as Kendall says, dating with intent to marry? Is that what the quote was? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to piggyback on what was said a couple episodes ago. Mary. Um, but, you know, if you plan on being with this person forever and they don't <laughs> want kids, um, how do you, do you leave it like your friend did? Yeah, I think this, um, this goes back to, 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 point. to topic one. And also, also, my second question is, um, would you... On top of the roof? <laughs> right. Hey, girl. <laughs> um, would you date somebody who may be good for you, but you don't see fit as a good father. Mm. Oh, because there is a difference between a good husband and a good father. There is a big difference. Trust me. See, but this is the perfect example, Jace, to me, of being in something for now. At 24, I could easily be dating somebody that I could see myself marrying. And then at 27, when they choose to propose, or I do, and we're talking about children... There's a whole different consideration going on when it comes to the actual marriage. Part. When it comes to mm-hmm. the marriage part, and so this is why I don't believe that. And it's that black I didn't think about that. How how with the kids? If she would have accepted his proposal, do we raise the kids Baptist or do and, we raise and the kids? And I have two very close people in my life that that is a point of that she's she's a, a, a raised Catholic and he's raised Jehovah. Oh wow. Those are two opposite ends right. of the spectrum. Are we gonna go to Kingdom Hall? Can I have Where a Christmas tree? Can I have a Christmas tree? 
Can the can the kids have have gifts to, to talk about with the, with their friends? Can they celebrate their birthdays? Santa equals Satan. To me, that's part of the magic of childhood. Easter and Eggs, Christmas and that's and one of her. He and... thinks it's so trivial, and she, like no. you just want a tree, and you she's like, no. He was robbed <laughs> of that experience. He was converted in his teens. Oh, um, wow. so I think it's very easy for him <laughs> to to say that his children can be raised a certain way when that's no you fun. weren't raised that way. Um, but anyway, so I. I think I I don't want kids personally. Like I have no personal desire to have children. But I've been in no past. No baby candles. No, I've oh, been God. in past. <laughs> I just I've short things running around. Woo! I've been in short past. Those attitudes and mouths. <laughs> and if they inherit the hand, daddy. <laughs> oh my God! Take your little ass right back onto your daddy house. You can't stay with Auntie Shar. I've oh, been in past relationships uh-huh. where he has wanted children. <clears throat> and it's made me have a whole different thought, like a whole cons- new diff- different thought on it. So you and wanted children? I, I was like, I, it was it wasn't a no. It was like, I mean, if you want to, because it's not for me. It's just I don't have a personal desire. People but change it's not their a, minds and compromise yeah, right. all the damn time. Yeah, so Absolutely. it's not. It's not. But, but once the baby is born, you can't change your mind. But I don't really years. know. I mean, to me, it's like. It, it, the distinction between like a good partner and a good father would be like, I guess, a level of like selfishness and maturity in terms of, of what there, I would. No, there is a difference. I know people in my personal life right now um, who are great dads, but not the best husbands. And people talk like even um, I believe that the Braxton said something to this effect. Uh, that their dad was a fantastic father when they were younger, but he was a shitty husband to Miss E. See, and, I and I'm think- sure Beyonce would say Matthew <laughs> was a great dad, but he was a shitty husband to Miss Tina. So it's like the two aren't aren't um, I, you know necessarily. I also think I suck at this. Is probably something I need to go sit in therapy for because I think I, I suck at not looking. I look at people very um, holistically. Instead of like being able to to accept, like like parts of them mm-hmm. and it, like oh so and the parts matter the, yeah the, the parts, parts do matter. absolutely yeah. so like if my the eighty twenty if my father did something trifling to my mother it's very hard for me to respect my father after that um, because my mother's the apple of my eye mm-hmm. so I think. <clears throat> It's hard for me to say you'll be a good father if you're, you know, if you're, if but you're. I'm, t- I'm telling no, you. No, I know. It. But for me, for I wouldn't you, be yeah. able to, I, you know, I wouldn't be, if you treat me poorly or if I see those possibilities or those habits in you, I wouldn't want to have children with yeah. you mm-hmm. um, for me. But some people really Sometimes want. it comes without warning. Some people really want. you don't no, know. I, <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. Uh, some people really want their children to have a good father more than almost they're looking for a good that husband. Right. Well, I mean, marriage, right. marriage is a that business. Point. Let's not that do that. And I'm point. too selfish to that do that. fucking point. Marriage is a business. What I'll say, what I'll speak to this is I honestly go back and forth with the whole kids thing. And the reason why is part of me is extremely selfish. Um, and what I, <laughs> what I mean when I say that is I, uh, I remember when I worked at LAUSD <laughs> and I took a glance stop at that. Kindle. Kindle stop. And I took a glance at that goddamn school, back to school list and my body quickened. 
because I could not imagine. Pencils, yes. Backpacks, lunch and then there's pillows. different types. Clothes. It's like seventy page me notebook and composition notebook, pencil box. Oh, and now for they each subject. Now we're getting um what's his face? Now we're getting like, you know, Kleenex iPads. boxes and mops and like all so when I think about things like that and what I would rather do with my money, and then on top of that, my parents <laughs> my parents did such a great job with we were so black, of course, like everybody. My parents did such a great job with, you know, the whole we got the new Jan Sport backpack. Mm-hmm. I was a Crayola girl. I was not Rose Lisa Art. Frank, no. The yeah. new yes, yeah. the new clothes. Like there's so much that goes into parenting. Remember that sale at South Pole? I mean, uh, JCPenney for South Pole. I never wore South Pole. Everyone had South Pole. It was like I, one I, semester. I, I, I did wear Might South have been Pole. a West Coast thing. I, or yeah, East. Yeah, it was, it was I wore Rockwear South Pole. All that good Sean, Sean. However, I just, to me, you have to really, and I think that that would come hand in hand because I, I know that I would be a good mother. I know for a fact I would be a bomb ass mom. And I would love my child, but it's just something about like right now, it's, it's something, it's like a struggle enough to feed one mouth and wipe one ass. So I couldn't imagine having to provide double their days that, you know, I may just have trail mix for dinner. I can imagine a child being like, well, mom wears dinner. And I'm like, mm, I got bills. They're like, you right. know. So like you're I, kind of on the fence. So it's kind of like a. Well, I go back and forth ear. with it because my, my parents, honestly, I didn't want for anything. And I know like people that were raised with certain concerns. Like some of my friends were raised being aware of like the light bill and what, like th- that was out of my, Never. yes. Yeah. And I would not want to be that mom. Right. Where well, I'm if like, that happened, I had no idea. Where my I'm parents... like, honey, I can't do this because mm-hmm. the light bills do like, that was not ever. And that we are all in this room, very blessed and fortunate yeah. to Thank not have you, been confronted with that. But I'm moms. just saying that it, parenting is a lot yes. of response. But then when I think about it, it's a huge responsibility, but then when I think about it, um, <clears throat> when I see certain pictures of people with their families, and then a lot, all of my cis girlfriends, well, with the exception of maybe two or three, and I have a lot of cis girlfriends, all of my cis girlfriends are wives and mothers. And yeah. so I when just I. I dropped off Ruth at the airport. All my, we're at that age, 29. Yeah, but when I look at things like that, and I'm like, okay, you all, like the dynamics of our friendship have changed, yeah. of course, because mm-hmm. now you all are planning family trips with my other girlfriends, and of course, I'm not invited. And I understand why. Yeah. I mean, why would I be? I, and there's children running around and you're with your husband. I don't want to go. And I'm going to, if we're planning a trip. I'm dipping and doing to, it. And I'm expecting you to come out with me too, And bitch. dip it and do it. But it's a yeah. diff- It's just totally different. So and sometimes, quickly, sometimes that, that, that's all I'm saying is it's a seesaw for me. Like sometimes I'm yeah. on Instagram and I'm like, oh, it would be nice to, you know, have this or have that. And then other times I'm like, look, I can see myself at the in the penthouse with a doorman and just living my single yeah. life. So if and- Bay was like set on, I want three kids, and you were just like, Ugh, I don't want a fence. Would you? Well, see, I'm would not. Would you try to compromise? I'm not that. I'm not that hard. Yes or hard no with mm-hmm. kids. So if Bay told me he wanted three kids, so that it, would, it that would be would something I would you. entertain. Okay, would it wouldn't necessarily you. persuade me, but it would be something that I would entertain and maybe be able to compromise on. But it would be like I like I said, I'm very adamant on on doing what my parents did for me. I need to make sure that my income is right. together and th- like you know, it's like a it's yes, certain- but. Yes, mm-hmm. and I would be if Bay. Now he can't be ridiculous and be like, "I want this small village." I'm no Kim Zolciak, but um, I would. Or I Kamora Lee Simmons. I would do <laughs> Kim's worse though. I would no. do uh, United Nations in her womb. I live though, mm-hmm. but I would. Uh, I'm open to it. I think. I think, despite my my selfishness, um, I think my love for my little sister and what I'm willing to do for her on the limited 
it, uh, millennial income that I'm mm-hmm. getting now, I think shows me that I could that I, I have that in me You'd for somebody that I, I that I um thank you. Um, you probably put a whole bunch of Belizean pressure on your kids, though. <laughs> I can see them stressed out now, Private second school, grade, going to Starbucks. up to the top. <laughs> Starbucks and Sudafed in second grade. <laughs> You'd be like, come on over here, honey. Um, you need a summer with Auntie Shar. Yeah, I think I think she shows me that I, I could I could be that selfless. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it is different. And I feel like it's different when older siblings the too. babies are born. I feel like your, your yeah, world changed when you whole, hold it and when you ta- see a mini-me. Ta- I think Tamar is a perfect example. Like, she was... Fervently against children before yeah. Logan, and now she's talking about another. Yeah, um, like it changes your. Mm-hmm. I, I think it can easily change your perspective. What about you, Jace? Um, oh, we didn't do me yet. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, I'm kind of like you, Shar. Like I'm kind of on the fence. Like I'm not a hard no, but I'm more towards the no. But if I find someone, because there's a difference. Like I said, there's a difference between someone who's a who I see as a good father versus a good mate for me. Mm-hmm. Um, if I don't see them as a fit father or we're not in a situation where I'm or I'm struggling to pay for your entire life, I'm not having no damn kids. Like yeah. at times, You have I'm, to be responsible when you're bringing these little people yeah, into the yeah. world. Yeah, it's a whole ass human being that you have to take care of and fund and good, put in school. Baby and, formula and, yeah. and diapers. And, then, and, and, and on top of that, like, it's, not, it's, a, <sighs> it's a physical like responsibility the as well. The college like, fund. Your, your whole life is dedicated to this person. That is yeah, true. For that's the next where my 20 years. Drop the ball. Where's my damn college fund? For the ne- oh, well, no. My I, parents, did, I, I know that my parents fund. slipped up with I my I love you guys to death. They slipped up with my sisters. I didn't have a college fund, but no, they weren't prepared for twins. And so it's like we're doing double dutch, and my sisters were very active in orchestra and band, and mm. ones in cheerleader, ones in palms, right. and the, the the whole juggle because I still had my hand out too. Mm-hmm. So it, it, mm-hmm. it was I know that hit my parents like yeah. a, a, a tonk. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think I was there five, and so oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was I sucked a, up everything. Immigrant first child, so I think it was a very different consideration. Yeah. No. You were the you were the test run. Mm-hmm. I, I was, was too. I was as was Jace. Yeah, we all oh, were the test the test run. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, when it comes to kids, I definitely it has to be very circumstantial, and I'm not having kids without certain. I'm not in a rush to have children, but if the it's things a beauty line in up, handing them back. Like I love my Uncle my Jace friends' is gonna kids. Be the shit. Uncle Jay's is gonna be get him that might be in the back of my um, being... my Range Rover, and we could go to Disneyland Toys R Us, and I'll drop your ass because right I have back the means. I got no other kids. I might as well bedroom. spoil you. That might be a park to us being. Um, Identifying as LGBT, where oh, there won't be our, any surprises, okay. it'll oh, be planned. Never <laughs> speak for yourself. As soon as, as soon as science advances and I get this uterus implanted, uh-uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a bunch of sharks running around. Nah. That's planned. Oh, please! The world would benefit from a little Charnista oh, over here. Uh, yeah, so that's my answer. <laughs> Charnista, I can't wait to meet That wouldn't be Charnista. her name, but I would want a little, a little blonde girl. baby. Actually, I think I would a want a little boy. Baby. I think I want a little boy. You should have a boy. What? You don't think I'd be good with the daughter? Why are I you? I didn't say that. Okay, so why are you <laughs> saying I, I should? I could just see me being like the football mom. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I you're. Yeah, I see being a football I, mom. You're Wendy with their football husband and leading with the pinky at yeah, the school. Yeah, you you need you need to yeah. wrap up a boy. I yeah. think you you doll up your girl, but. Yeah. I'd have certain expectations. Yeah. Chip nails mean dirty. Yeah. Your, joking, respect, your respectability Someone would drive a, 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 a California girl crazy. Where's your makeup? Oh, my gosh. She's six. Where's your lip gloss? There's no reason why a seventh grader should be leaving this house without lip gloss. Chap lips. Chap. And calling yourself my daughter. What do chap lips mean? 
I don't know. Let's call my mom on speaker. <laughs> Mono. Um, oh, Lord. Not a seven-year-old. Seventh grade, not seventh grade. I said seventh oh, okay. grader. Okay. Okay. Oh, no. She can have a little Ma- yeah. mono in my house. <laughs> Come here. Do we... Um... <laughs> oh, so let me... Let's get to the, the shout-out. Shout-out. Who we shouting now? Okay, so this week's shout out goes to, I don't know if it's Bolin or Bolin, but I, I'm going to say Bolin. His name is Jay Bolin, and I am shouting him out because he has been slaying my good sis, the Reverend Dr. Tanitra Michelle Williams lately. Oh. He's her new stylist. And oh, so if you all have been I keeping up with Michelle totally the Bridge Williams from Destiny's Child, um, her new pictures, if you have not checked them out, I mean, looks great. you've been under a rock, honestly, if you haven't seen them. They've been everywhere. Ep- literally everywhere. She looks phenomenal, spectacular. I've seen them. I'm not Patrick today. And Thank God. Not in this t- respect. Today. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I wanted to shout him out because he really, you know, he really kind of brought a new aspect um, that I've never seen. Michelle's always been a beautiful woman, but uh, I've never seen her this fashion forward. And I loved her and testimony. That yeah, the testimony I did. Like because I think I think a big part of fashion is being able to wear the clothes. Yeah, she's been, been and very not let the clothes wear you. And it mm-hmm. helps that she's sample size. And Michelle is very no, little. She is. She's sample and, size and, and lengthy. Little, yeah, tall and yeah. Um, she's sample size. I'm happy for Michelle. And so I'm I'm happy that because again, fashion can be a big part of your confidence. Yeah. So I'm happy that he could bring that out in her. What's his yes. name again? Jay Bolin. Thank you, Jay. Yes. Thank you, Jay. And shout out to Michelle for uh, her testimony. That's yeah. funny. That res- I, I saw that the resonated testimony because, um, um, Jesus, I'm having a fart. It was a screenshot, and your comment was the one that was like, I know. Dawn did that. Yes. Brian McLight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because that resonated with me. She mm-hmm. went through a rough patch and had a bad breakup. And uh, it wasn't Brandy's man, was it? Question Brandy's who? Brandy's man. John the Baptist. Mm-hmm. Was it with Michelle? <laughs> It was rumored. Michelle oh. said it wasn't true. First I was of being all, facetious. He oh. had, you know, I'm not going to even project that. But uh, all like I tweeted, all the best to Brandy Norwood. Uh, but <laughs> anywho, so disingenuous. But anywho, God bless her. The vocal Bible deserves better. Uh, call her. <laughs> call her. But yeah, so uh, Michelle's testimony really resume, re- resonated with me um, as far as how she said that she was challenging God, like, all my friends are mothers and, and yeah. wives, and she just came off the heels of a bad breakup that was not John the Baptist. And, <laughs> um, yeah, so there's that. That was beautiful. Jay Bolin. I'm just going to call him Jay. It's... I almost messed up because uh, Je- Jenny Boylan, oh, famous yeah. trans woman. Okay. Academic. Well, it's cool. been fun, guys. Yes, it's it has. Great. It's been real. Puerto Rico this weekend. Oh, yes. Have a, a safe and happy Memorial Day. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Everyone. Jace, you'll be in Puerto Rico. I'll yeah. be here in Los Angeles. Where are you? Tijuana again? What are you doing? No, no Tijuana this year. Okay. I had so much fun last year. Uh-huh. I will talk about it off the air. Okay. Is yeah. it a sequel where you're going? You know I don't share my business. Oh, Until God. Until happens. Kendall has become, uh, his uh, whole uh, Palm Springs Latino Oasis has become. Oh, my God. It's become a play on words Is it trending? now. Oh. It's become a play oh, yeah, on yeah, words. Yeah, 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 because of brand. Because I'll say, like, you know, <laughs> I'm going to Chicago. I'm not going to Pride. <laughs> right, right. 
So that's like my new thing. Mm-hmm. Inspired I'm going by, to Miami. Well, inspired May. by Kendall. Well, I'm, not going, I'm going to Santa Clara, I'm not California. Going to DC. I'm going to Formation. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to see Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's that's my new. That's you my guys old, won't troll me. That's my old. You won't to troll you. me. I do it all the time. I do it all the time because it was funny. That was funny. But Goodbye. anyway, bye guys. Talk <laughs> to you next week. <laughs>